Fonte. Founders. Everybody to the Mando show! Yay! Yeah, it's totally. That's Mandalorian. Okay, so let me let me go around here real quick. To my right is Derek Alvarado, father of two tattoo artists and Star Wars fan for life. There we go. Right across from me is Chad, resident Mandalorian. Is that all? Oh, you're gonna give me? All right, that's fine. That's fine. And to the left of me is Joey, the wannabe Mandalorian, I guess. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then I am Udi. Uh, I guess we're kind of a ragtag misfit crowd of uh, Mandalorian fans. And we are finally here. Episode chapter, chapter one. Chapter one. Chapter one of The Mandalorian. The much anticipated, highly hyped. Uh, highly hyped. Anticipated. Much anticipated show from Disney+. Plus. So... Which just launched, and on the first day, apparently had 10 million subscribers there you go. in one day. There you go. So, um, I'm going to ask a quick question of each of you, and it's going to be pretty simple. But first, now we'll, we'll get to you when you know what I'm talking about in a second. And he's pointing to Chad. One, one your initial reaction. As, keep it short. Not long enough. Okay, fair. Chad. We've all wanted to see a door close like that. <laughs> you know what hashtag I'm thinking about? Killed by a door. Add um, <laughs> sphincter door into that? No. Nah. <laughs> Sarlacc door. Sarlacc door. I go with that one. Joe. Worth the hype, worth the wait. Okay. Um... I'm going to go with, like, ah, uh, just, ah, uh, I'm like, oh. I mean, I don't really have a word, but, oh, wow. Well, I'll go with wow. Super simple. Anyway, so um, there we go. Initial reaction to what we watch now. The other thing now is going to be watch count. Derek. Three times. Chad. Sadly, one. Joe. Two and a half. And I am at now three. Okay. There we go. So there we go. So now you guys all know that we've watched it a few times, except for Chad. Um, and we're going to be kind of going into it now. One thing that Chad came up with, which is a throwback to our other show that we were on today, which is a one-sentence synopsis. So Chad told me he had one. So, Chad, take it away. Uh, before I do it, I have two versions. Are we doing, like, uh, a spoiler-free version or? Dude, No. Okay. No, we're going to okay. spoiler. Uh, oh, yeah. Spoiler warning. Put it everywhere. Spoilers. Yeah. We're spoiling yeah. Yeah. this Everything. show. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, not... I have one for just the chapter one, but it doesn't really work for what I was going for. So, when you take into account that the posters mainly show the three being uh, Grief Karga, Cara Dune, and the Mandalorians, mm -hmm. here we go. Three bounty hunters and a baby. <laughs> 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 well done. Uh, nice. I'll give you. An, I'll give you a nine on that one. That's a pretty, pretty damn good. Good to see you in form. 
I was good yeah. to see you like in high form. That was, I'm driving to work after watching that because I rushed home from a training to fit it in in like 40 minutes before I had to go back. And I'm on my way. I'm like, oh, my God, how do I process this? How do I process this? It's three men and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which is also on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right. So okay. So let's. There's a let's, lot more shooting in this version, I think. Though, yeah, definitely. The, uh, original. Yeah. All right. So let's let's get into it. Um, we we begin with the uh, well. I I'd rather go right to when we see the Mandalorian come in, which is pretty quick. Um, comes in through the door, which we've all seen that picture, which is. Very Western gunslinger, and yeah, the the, the music, the walking, mm-hmm. even some of the sound effects they used for him walking into it. Mm-hmm. You can kind of hear like the the metal clinking together, like mm-hmm. as if he was wearing um, spurs. And yeah, stuff I and got things. a fistful of dollar vibe right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wind blowing behind him, like it went fistful of dollar. Had a little pound show. First full cape. Mm-hmm. Being the start before that, even the the new logos for the TV. I mean, talking just going geek. Mm-hmm. Star Wars logo, just that. Just, oh, we got to back it up. Yeah, just I know this logo too. But just yep. how like flashes oh. of the characters' faces, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and then kind of like the new update. And I don't say updated Star Wars logo, but just mm-hmm. a different font mm-hmm. for Star Wars as his beepers going off and just cuts right to the mm-hmm. scene. The tracking fob, yes, what it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, which so cool. I, we need to about this tracking fob too. Do we? By the way, I, I'm, yeah, a little bit. Are you irritated by it? I want to know how it works. That's so the right. very. Fr- I, I made notes, and that's the very first note I made was, "How does that tracking fob work? Why does it work? Why?" That's a good question, and uh, and I the have... continuance of the story demands that it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping there'll be a little bit more. Than that. I'm more than willing to just let something slide when it comes uh, to that kind of thing, but people are going to ask. People are going to want to know. People are going to tear it down. I'm kind of curious. I'm willing to just take it as it just works because it's attuned to their genetics or whatever. Whenever they happen to have custody of the person, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I'm good with that one. But how does it work? I'm, I'm going to bet money right now. We're never going to find out. It's pinging pretty hard on them. It doesn't matter <laughs> where they're at. I'm pretty sure yeah. they don't, at least the little uh, spoiler alert, baby at the end doesn't have a chip implanted in it. You, right? Well, 50 right. years old. You don't know that. At 50? 50, 50-year-old 50 Remember? What a nightmare that would be. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Well, so, back to that later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll keep on traveling down down the, down the story real quick. Then we go into which is a bar fight. Again, great, great, great bar fight. Yeah. You know, no words, no nothing. First, first what, what are the first words out of his mouth? I can take you warm. Uh, or cold. I can take you cold. I'm like, okay. As he's reaching for his pistol. Yeah, his blaster. Again, <laughs> all, 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 good, all good things. All good things. So um, at that point, I'm like, all right. So are we jumping over the, the death by door right there? Because it happened in that bar fight. I know. Death by door. But I, I'm, I'm going to his first words first. That's all. Oh, okay, sorry. We're going to go back to that. But right. anyway, so I mean, I just want to go there because I enjoyed that. I, I'm just giving my quick, my quick recap of that initial scene where we're introduced to him. Um, and the first bar fight, and yeah, hashtag death by door. Um, and I'm like, okay. I'm, Which I assumed was going to be a beheading, not a... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, not the little so mid. Watching the little it. snippet preview, we're like, oh, cool, he gets his head, head cut off. Cut off. Watching the legs hit the floor was <laughs> awesome, by the way. I love that. And hearing the door so like, like, stop, like, close. <laughs> and you're like, oh. 
Yeah. That would hurt. Oh, I was explaining that to a coworker because he doesn't really know Star Wars or The mm-hmm. Mandalorian, and I'm like trying to be like, dude, you need to watch this, and I'm explaining it, and he's like, man, that sounds so gory. I'm like, it's on Disney. Dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> Zero I gore. was like, there's no, no gore behind it. They just set up the scene, the cinematography, just everything so perfectly. Like you don't have to hear or you don't have to see anything. You just hear it and you know exactly what happened. Yep. yep. You hear that? And then like you said the legs just like, yep. and you're just like, oh, oh yeah. You can imagine all the gore you want, but they mm-hmm. don't show it. Mm-hmm. So, and then there we are. So, I mean, we're, we're talking about it and, and I, I'm at this point already like, because, you know, you have that, that whole thing you anticipate and you're worried that it's not going to deliver. You know, you're like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? What if we go crazy? What if we sit around the table and we talk about it and then we have nothing but negative? I didn't think it was going to happen, but you have that weird little thing on the back of your mind going, what if this is no good? Yeah, there's a space toilet on his ship. In the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and, then, and then as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. We're in. Like, we're... Oh, oh man, we're in. Like, so I'm it so goes happy. from that intro scene, and then by the time the, the main credit rolls, I looked at my I looked at the time, I was like, three minutes, I'm, like, I'm sold on this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was sold anyway, because I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm like, this is going to be great mm-hmm. three minutes in. Yeah, and, and, and everything kind of melted away. Any worry, any concern, I'm like, oh. And then as you move down the episode, and it, I'm like, oh, my, it's getting better. And better and better. They're laying everything down, and I'm like, and we only have up to go from here. I think, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, yeah, more and, characters. And one thing I just want to bring out that this was Dave Filoni's first live action directorial debut. Good job, Dave. And That's why I'm wearing the hat. Yeah, he's wearing a little uh, cowboy hat. Doesn't have a wolf shirt on, but he's got. No, I know. If I had but, that, then I'd be fully. Uh, he still Filoni. needs redemption on the uh, big screen, though. Uh, he yeah. holds the record for the worst Star Wars movie <laughs> premiere. And not just premiere, but worst Star Wars movie that ever hit the theater. Sky Guy. But th- watching Clone Wars, a show, and Rebels, there were some staple Filoni scenes. And one of them was when he was taking... Uh, did we ever get a name for his the bounty? I don't remember. Mm-mm. But that just that wide shot as them walking mm-hmm. across. That, I'm like, that's vintage Filoni mm-hmm. scene right there. And a couple other ones, but I'm, I, I caught that one right away. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I'm like, okay, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were there were several parts through the show where they had some really big wide shots to show you know the where scale. they were at, mm-hmm. the scale of what was yeah. happening, the planet they were on, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And the one where they were, uh, he was writing the blarg, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, across the the desert. Or whatever. It just uh, to me, I felt like they just took whatever dried mud hole they found in the back mm-hmm. and just zoomed it real big <laughs> and just added those little guys in there. But that's what it looked like. But yeah. it, still, it was a, it was uh, all the different scenes. The the one scene right before he got attacked too, where he's holding the the, the rifle, the mm-hmm. blaster, oh, yeah. and it's got that wide mm-hmm. shot, mm-hmm. and you see the mountains in the background, the sky, and everything like that. That kind of stuff. And That's then the kind of stuff that helps gives you the scale right. as to what what we're looking at. And then that only not only did it do that, but then it throws it back to episode four because mm-hmm. you had that same thing. Remember when Luke is looking through his, mm-hmm. trying to find the Tuscan Raiders, the Sand People. Same yeah. thing. I'm like, oh my god. The end of like the day. calling back, calling back. Yeah. Yep. End of the day, Luke standing there, and all you see is the lone character and the big wide shot. Yep. 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 So all things like small things like that are like call out after call out, and I feel like as we're moving along through the episode, you like have those little 
you know, um, even just little sound effects would play, and I would yep. be like, "Oh, I remember that from A New Hope. Oh, yep. that speeder, that's the same speeder." And you're just like, "Oh, this is constantly mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. nostalgia oh, the, building while mm-hmm. you're still carbon interested. freeze chamber." I mean, yeah. dude, seriously, the yeah. carbon freeze. Talk about streamlining a process. I know, right? <laughs> the fact that they did it just with the he's got the square. That's yeah. it. That's all they need. They don't need all those tubes anymore. When I first saw that, I was like, "They've come a long way with carbon freeze, <laughs> and not that's that amazing. Yeah, not that very much of time. Yeah, yeah. no, those bounty hunters were not screwing around." <laughs> They yeah, got that, that stuff that was a on lock. Yep, yep. Where he's like flipping through, turning he's around, like, and then oh. you can see the Mandalorian helmet come out, and mm-hmm. bam, bam, done. I was like, oh, yeah. Yep, yep. He's going um, back cold. Yep. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, again, mm-hmm. great. It was great. And then, and then we go into, and then we go into the classic scene of him negotiating. So we're getting, we're getting taste hold, of. Hold on, uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I need to stop. I need okay. To stop go. you. Okay. You know, I'm a big Millennium Falcon fan. Okay. Favorite start, favorite shirt. I'm wearing a shirt now. Both of you guys. No, he's wearing, no, he, yeah, he's got it on there. The, it's yeah, a new no, shirt. I can't find Anyways, I saw it. No, I saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw it. We need to talk about the ship. The Razor, the Razor Crest? Okay. Yes. Yes. What they do you think? All those little details. I think they're doing um, another character build. Millennium Falcon's a character. I the Ghost is a character. Slave yeah. One. Slave One's a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're I agree. Out with this. And they're building it. I felt when I was watching it the second time, when I was by myself, mm-hmm. listening to the sound effects and everything, headset on, just TV, nobody else around, I got a very uh, Han Solo Millennium Falcon vibe mm. from The Mandalorian and his ship. And the little details that they put in there, are the, the cargo netting that they have in the background, mm-hmm. the, the way the ship was put together on the outside, all very, like, it looked like a hunk of junk, but you know that thing mm-hmm. is going to take care of some business when yeah. it gets into some mm-hmm. trouble, right? So I can't wait to see what that thing is capable of. The weapon closet mm-hmm. got a glimpse of mm-hmm. That too, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And the guy that just, I don't understand why he stopped and put the closet, closed it. He had <laughs> access to all those weapons and was like, I can't, I don't know how to fire that. Or maybe he just thought, I should not pull a gun on this guy because he will kill could, me. Could be any of those. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's why I thought that was the self-preservation. But anyway, just the, and, and the feel of the size of the ship, too, because obviously not as big as the Falcon, mm-hmm. not a fighter, still moved. I felt like it was almost like a like an armored van mm-hmm. <laughs> that was flying. You could fly around, right? <laughs> so not, not so little that a, a giant space walrus can eat it in right, one shot, right. but uh, big enough to, uh, or small enough to, to get around unnoticed. Um, and still have a lot of character, though. The yep. non-painted, no paint. Well, it had a little armor. bit of a trim to it. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. little. Yeah. But just the, the way the armor pieces that were all, mm-hmm. like, definitely looked like they were welded together, you know, separately. It just, I, I really, I think we're going to see some stuff happen with that ship. At least I hope so. I well, hope so. you know, and, and, and I, I agree with you. And, and I, the fact that they actually took the time to name it and have the character go, oh, it's a razor crest. Not, not the Mandalorian talking about it. Some yeah. other schmuck. Some yeah, other guy. The ship enough. <laughs> yeah, it has enough of a reputation. This type of ship that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, w- I will agree with you. Any thoughts on that, Chad? No, I agree. It, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He's like very stoic about it. He's like. Yeah, it's a it's a the design of it's a slight homage to the ship Django uh, flies in the video mm-hmm. game Bounty Hunter, right. which is the kind of a lead up to Attack of the Clones. Um, but obviously he switches to the Slave One, um, but it's kind of the similar build where it was kind of like the fat body than like mm-hmm. the two the two engine. Um, yeah, that's it. And that's they have a lot of lore building in the Mandalorian that they legit took from. 
they're like, hey, sorry, Disney made all that cool stuff, Legends, but you know, we're just going to bring it right back and throw it right back in. <laughs> and they, they did that a lot with this episode. Yeah. So we go from there, okay? Now we'll hop back to where we were. We don't want to talk about the giant space walrus. Man, yeah, need poor, to? poor Brian Pusain, man. The dude finally gets <laughs> right? a cameo. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Oh, my God. This guy gets on there. I okay. lost my shit. <laughs> when he's like, no droids. Get in the, the land theater, man. And I'm like, you. Yeah. Where to? Where, the where best to? cameo with Star Wars ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. And I just saw him like a few hours before on Big Bang Theory. Now he's in Star Wars. I'm like, why are, you know. Yeah. yeah. Circle of life. I had to listen <laughs> to his, his metal song, Metal by Numbers, on the way over here. Pumped up, man. That was amazing. He got eaten. I was like, oh, that's, that's perfect. I was like, what? A, pull up the ramp. Perfect. Poor guy. Got into Star Wars. Never going to be back. Never again. <laughs> Thanks. That was, a, that was a fun day. He might pull a willow. I mean, I'm sorry. A willow? Like, you're thinking about willow? I know. We were talking about willow earlier. That we need uh, to watch the, it. What's the character's What's the, the actor's name again? Oh, Warwick Davis. Warwick, 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 Warwick. Warwick. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't matter. He always finds a different character to play. Maybe yeah. he'll do that. Oh, maybe he'll he will. get a chance to do that. Yeah, he'll, he'll be the tall guy. He's, he's got a twin guy. that's also a taxi. <laughs> Sometimes you'll just see a character who looks like they're played by a little person, and you assume they're Warwick Davis. Yeah, there you go. Yep. There we go. Which is what you thought. Um, the <laughs> it was you. That was me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Chad yeah. thought it was that, that that's who was playing the uh, the body for. Um, I don't even know the character. I have spoken. Yeah, for for the I, I have spoken. spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. Whiffed on that. I one. will help you. Yeah, Chad had no idea. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. We were talking about that before we came in, where we predicted that. Nick Nolte was going to be Dengar. Yeah, we were and Literally the day bef- the day way after. Way off. Yeah. He's an Ugnaught. We're like, we're joking around like, oh, you know. That's not an Ugnaught. That's no. Not, no. no. That's they, whatever it is. Yeah. I, was, well, I, I was just calling that because it was easy to remember. Because sure. yeah, it looked very look similar. Don't, don't put out any misinformation, man. You <laughs> never know when it's going to come back and bite you. Um, yeah, I have no idea. But I, I found that character very fun. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You know, very dry, very like kind of... Uh, um, I don't know, how do I put it? I'm kind of in Yoda vibe, as in like very kind of like I I think he's dry. a bad guy actually. Um, I kind of don't like know the a- ancient wise one who, of the area who helps uh-huh. the hero along his journey. His name is Cool. Cool. Cruel, like he's evil. No, he's a K U I L L. Very close to kill. I think I think that guy is a bad guy. I don't think he's a good guy at all. You know, I don't know. I, it could be. It could turn around where he. Um, he I does think it. we probably never see him again. Okay, well, we're gonna chalk that up into the you characters we're not gonna see again. Yeah, <laughs> we had a lot of great characters know. introduced, and we have a lot of great characters who probably aren't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> At least this season, because oh, uh, today they actually did. Uh, as we were recording, uh, John Favreau posted a picture of the helmet mm-hmm. on production of season two. Season two already. They're in. Which Does is he have an antenna now? No. Has the signet been revealed yet? No. no I, apparently not. Well, what the heck? Is that so many questions? I, and <laughs> <laughs> when we get to talking about that part, it bugged me that they all had range <laughs> I'm like looking in the shadows. I'm like, that's just dorky. <laughs> <laughs> but they had what? Wait, range finders. Oh, oh, yeah. Because like you'll see the reflection when they walk by and they're all just like this. And it's the only one without one. I'm like, come on. Why? That, yeah. Do you know what I got? Speaking of those rangefinders, right before I got I got home, I got a text from somebody, and they showed me a picture of that, and they're like, 
That's Boba Fett in the background. That's going on on the internet like crazy right now. No. Yeah, I had somebody try and show me that picture, and I was like, you you could hold this up to the sun and brightness, and no, it's not. You can't see it at all. We can go there. I mean, because... I I, mean, there's six Boba Fetts in there. I counted. He walks down the hallway. I was like, like, how many are there? One, two, three. There's six. Yes, Mandalore's back. Look at all those Boba Fetts. He wears blue. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I I think, unfortunately, that is going to be the uninitiated. Uninitiated are going to be like, oh, and like, no. What you mean? Like, I didn't know the Mandalorian was friends with Yoda. That's the other one. Did you hear this one? No, I don't. Yeah, okay. no, You're jumping get, all over the place. I'm no, going to get, get back on track. <laughs> okay. Reel it in. Reel so, it. Yeah. I know right before the side, we were kind of just about to get to Carl Weathers' character, Green mm-hmm. Parker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I was instantly, now I want a bounty puck. Mm-hmm. Those things are awesome. Okay, I, I want one. I mean, Galaxy's Edge got to sell one. Put your yeah, little. I know. <laughs> just have one. And then. But yeah. just. Then I mean that whole scene was pretty cool. I, I don't know if you guys want to get into much detail, but when he's giving him the credits, then it's not enough. So they gives him calamari, calamari. Fun, and yeah, he, you yeah. hear like I mean it's organic. Yeah. I mean just uh, I mean I don't know just the detail. No, in the I, show I, lo- I love the say. fact that he's like those are imp- imperial. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want that imperial crap. Yeah. What are you talking it's over. about? Yeah, <laughs> over. Yeah, not only are they done, we hate the empire. We're yeah. trying to pay me the imperial <laughs> credits. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, that was great. Yeah, I give him kudos for going back to the cantina scene and not doing a 1950s diner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still a little sore about that one. <laughs> no, never mind. Obi Wan. Okay, okay, I'm not gonna go there. Okay. I saw this when I was prospecting. No. Oh my! Oh crap! <laughs> this is about the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on track. This is a good dart. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, they did actually they did do some really good uh callbacks to the original when it comes to all the characters, all the all the the background characters, that kind of stuff. The yeah. between just normal humans and then uh you know, the aliens, all that kind of stuff was very well done. Oh, that's so, one thing I was gonna bring up too that I forgot, but this, instantly this felt recognizable. Mm-hmm. It felt familiar mm-hmm. at while Philly knew at the same time because I know like you know, when the prequels came out, it took it was a different era, so it got took a while to get feel like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Then even the, um, Force Awakens, I mean, it felt familiar, but you know, you're like, oh, that's a Ralph McQuarrie design. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the only familiarity. But I mean, this felt like 1977, 1978 mm-hmm. Star Wars mm-hmm. characters, just clothing, just the um, even the tone. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought the tone was great the whole time. I just want to listen to freaking. Um God, Werner Herzog just narrate like right? this entire episode, yeah. man. Yeah, Can we have I don't even character. care that he's the bad guy in some probably like Count wearing this giant imperial medallion. Yeah, I know, right? I love that character. Well, no, and it would have been like, can we have him like last time on the, on the Mandalorian, and then go like, now we find our 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 bounty hunter, blah blah blah. <laughs> I'd take it. Well, they done the Clone Wars, you know, war, blah blah blah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Before. Oh man, no, but but uh, going back to that, yeah, the the detail I think is gonna is incredible so far, um, like that with the um, I can't remember the name of steel, the steel Beskar Beskar, thank you, um, and then having that logo on there, which looked like Damascus the imperial steel, by the way, actual yeah. real steel, yeah, Damascus steel, yeah, so. And then I mean, then you can keep on going on and on. I mean, you have the weathered stormtroopers, you have him with the big imperial logo and you're thinking okay clearly he's was somebody of importance in the or maybe whatever um 
And then you keep on going, and then you have the call back. We'll go when he's go- trying to call for the speeder. That race. I mean, when was the last time you saw that? When you, they were trying to tattletale on the droids. Yeah. <laughs> back in New Hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all things, I'm like, oh, my God, I love it. Because exactly what you're saying, Joe, all those things make you go, oh, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. And for those of us who stop and watch watch it and then pause it because we're taking notes, and you bother to look at the screen, the screen, everything is in high def, right? Every detail that you look at is like they put the effort into mm-hmm. it. It is all movie quality mm-hmm. detail that you're doing. Every special effect, every practical effect, everything that's in there is amazingly mm-hmm. detailed, well done. And for a reason, and I can't wait to see what those reasons are. The weathered stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Not only were they weathered, like that that armor has seen some better days yeah. for sure. It was it wasn't just like sand troopers who had like the dirt on them. Like it looked like those were old, old, old sets of armor mm-hmm. that were just dirty and grimy. Yeah. It, and it wasn't much, just dirty, you know. Yeah, no. And how much thought do you want to put into it? Like, look at their stance. Look how they're standing. They look like they are underfed. Mm-hmm. Or under age. I thought that too. I like, think they're shorter than normal. They're they skinnier than normal. Skinnier. Yeah. 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 They do not fit that armor. Where did that armor come from? It's it's like what what kind of people do they have sitting in that stormtrooper armor right now? <laughs> because they look like hell. Mm-hmm. And what have they been through? You know, what is left of the Imperial I mean it yeah. shows like I mean, that's, made a strong mm-hmm. statement as to what the Imperial Force is. a good metaphor like for what the Empire is, yeah. is they're defeated skin and bones now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I—I I mean that was just classic Western. There's four and one. I like I'll those odds. Yeah. Those yeah. odds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, we can keep whole scene, the tension, yeah. the tension mm-hmm. that happens in this scene, the tent that just—it's palpable. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to watch it play out and just yep. watch him be just. Yep. I will handle all of you. Yep. I don't mm-hmm. care what you think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going back to callbacks because it just hit me. But when the first bounty was on the ship, he mentioned Life Day on mm-hmm. the, on the ship. Life Day from the holiday special, the Christmas mm-hmm. season. Yeah. And that's wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when he was then so they that's that's one holiday special re- reference. The second one was uh when he was training what was the Barrett? The Blarg. The Blarg. Mm-hmm. Trying to ride the Blarg. And yeah. I forget the name of the creature, but uh It's a Blarg. Oh no, I know, but uh, Nick Nolte refers to, I, I keep calling him Mythosaur. Nick yeah. Yeah. Another holiday special, the the introduction of Boba Fett is riding that's was, that's the name of the dinosaur, the Loch Ness Monster on the cartoon huh. from the holiday special. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't either. Plus his blaster rifle. There's three, oh, yeah, there, there's right three, there. Holiday, oh, three special. holiday special references mm-hmm. in episode one. Mm-hmm. Callbacks. I like, could do without a Wookiee wearing a red robe. Oh, yeah. We can just leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> we see that. God. Uh, cliffhanger. Don't jinx it. <laughs> but, I mean, just little stuff like that. I... I I got friends that are fans of the holiday special. I know they were just cheering just for those. But, again, all, all these things we're talking about is pointing to the one thing why we feel like we've been here already. And that is fantastic. I mean, beyond words happy about how uh, that is happening, how we feel that way. I mean, yeah. we're all deep in, in, in the stars for different reasons, but we all, I think, feel like we're home. You know? There's one thing that doesn't make me feel like that. Okay. One thing. And I realized that when the show was over, the music. Okay. The music was... 
It's definitely not John Williams. Completely mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no callback to it. There's no mm-hmm. hint to do it. Mm-hmm. There isn't. I didn't even feel like there was even an orchestra involved. I know there there was some mm-hmm. musicians. I'm not trying to offend the people who did the work on the music, mm-hmm. but there was zero Star Wars feel to that music. Even in Rogue One, there was a little bit of mm-hmm. hint to mm-hmm. the original. And this was not like I get they're trying to forge their own path, but there was there, nothing Star Wars about the music at all. Not for a second. It was oh. all complete. I can give you that one, but um, that's the only thing for me. That's my only gripe. That's my gripe of the show. Is yeah. And I didn't think I, I didn't want to have one at all mm-hmm. because I don't like to gripe about anything. But the music, and I was talking about this a little bit earlier uh, with the kids. Mm-hmm. We play Star Wars music, especially for my son. He loves to listen to Star Wars, the, the theme. He knows what parts of the movie is happening when he hears different, mm-hmm. you know, because for, for uh, uh, Force Awakens and New Hope, they all have different parts that they go into after the, the initial um, theme starts up. And he can tell what movie it's from when he hears it go past that one certain point. And there was no feel of mm-hmm. Star Wars soundtrack in this. And that is the only thing that I was let down with. Well, Joe, Joey's a big music guy. What do you What are you thinking? I agree about no Star Wars feel at all. Um, I, I like I, said, I listen to Star Wars music daily too, mm-hmm. and I love the themes. I love the traditional themes. I love the new themes. Um, so, and I, like you said, I, I argue with people when they say Rogue One's not Star Wars enough. I'm like, no, they got. This cue from episode four. I mean, it's all the... Mm-hmm. They got the cues that lead up to the mm-hmm. themes, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. I agree with you. So, um, so yeah, there, there's no hint of any John Williams or anything Star Warsy. But I dug the score. <laughs> to me, it, it felt like a classic Western mm-hmm. with... Like, space Western. It, it mm-hmm. was... It had, it had Western themes and... and uh, um, Hits. I don't know if I'm, I'm thinking the right term, but also sounded space and, you know. Tones, the right tones. Yeah, and mm-hmm. actually, I was going to let you guys know this. Uh, the soundtrack's already on Spotify, and mm-hmm. it's probably on iTunes, too. And I was listening to it, and it is, I, I dig it. But I totally understand what you're saying about not sounding Star Wars enough. But right. I, I like the difference in that they're doing something completely different. And the composer, I can't pronounce his name, but he's a... You know, he just just won the Oscar for Black Panther. Has done a lot of Ryan Coogler and Venom, so he's like one of those up and coming composers hmm. that I'm excited about, and I enjoy the score a lot. And but that being said, yeah, I, I'm kind of I wish there was at least a little da da da, you know, <laughs> somewhere in there. You need that and, and I'm not, yeah. yeah, and I'm not saying that it's bad oh, yeah. music at all. That's not what I'm trying to say. No, I totally get it. Yeah, it, it's good. But it did not feel like mm-hmm. any, any kind of Star Wars at all. So for and that's the thing that kind of cracks me up a little bit is for all the throwbacks that are there, all the all the homages to all the star different Star Wars things that are out there. Nothing in the music at all. Not even a hint. Not even in the credits. Like if they would have thrown something in the credits at the yeah. very end, it would have been something. But nothing. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> and that's that's it's yeah. It, it bugs me a little bit. I agree that it's not the the Star Wars that we know. Because the Star Wars that we knew was, you know, the Jedi versus the Sith, the Rebel versus the Empire. I think this is Star Wars currently. This is the lawless soundtrack for Mm -hmm. Star Wars. If you were to take a 
and make A New Hope about the cantina on Moss Eisley, this would be the soundtrack to that movie. Because, I mean, like the, the da-na-na, da-na-na, you know, yeah. that's Luke's theme, you know, taking down the Death yep. Star. Yeah. And all that other stuff are revolve around the Skywalker saga. Yep. They revolve around the, the Rebellion versus the Empire. Yeah, the Force theme. Theme. That is where I was going to go. Because yeah. I, I know watching, um, all that stuff is really powerful. I know watching the trailers for The Force Awakens, they had the remake of the Return of the Jedi song. Mm-hmm. And, like, that gave me chills, brought me yeah, to tears. It, it hits you right there in the heart. Like, which every time, yeah. really pissed me off when it wasn't on the soundtrack or in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because I loved that more than anything else they had. Um not to say that they won't use it. I don't think they will, but we're one episode in. Like, we haven't gotten mm-hmm. to that big, dramatic, suspenseful, you know, gut-wrenching, oh, my God, what's going to happen moment yet. And maybe they'll throw it in. I don't think they will for those reasons because this is lawless Star Wars. This is not the Empire, the Jedi Star Wars. Yeah, and, and that is a very, very good way to put it, and that's where I was kind of going. I think I think um, – you're right, Derek, in the fact that, um, you know, it's really good. And then, Chad, you're also right. I mean, you guys are both right. But I, I think they're forging their own path. I think we're not going to get it. I think the fact that this is a completely different universe than or part of the universe that we've ever, ever seen, we have to build a whole new uh, musical, you know, montage or mythos or whatever, however you want to put it, for it. And I enjoyed the heck out of the music. But, like this, but I had the same kind of like, I want that little trill. Yeah, because we're that still like 30 years from The Force Awakens where yeah. there's resistance yeah. and First Order. So, yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing is, though, will, would that music fit thematically because of where we are? Yeah, because it's not Luke's theme. It's not Leia's theme. theme it's not the Rebellion. Yeah. It's not any of that kind of uh thing at all. You I mean, know what I mean? They, they could have played the Cantina song when he walks in to meet mm-hmm. Reef Karga, but... That, that would have been campy. It's, it's suspenseful. It's mm-hmm. tense. That's who the Mandalorian is. That mm-hmm. would, like you said, it'd be it's campy. It's goofy. Yep. It doesn't it doesn't fit the theme of yep. it being a you know silent western where yep. the Mandalorian every every word every little piece of dialogue is specific and intent. Mm-hmm. It's there for a reason, and there's no wasted breaths. And I yep. I don't think they would do a soundtrack or weird stuff like that to. Right. And you to just pay an homage and have it take away from what the mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, because I think you can hit a lot more visually um, if you want, and which what is what they did. Yeah, know? and jumping just way ahead, like you don't know yet, is he a good guy, a bad guy? Mm-hmm. You don't know where he's, where his head or heart is mm-hmm. until the last scene, technically. Well, <laughs> and, we'll, and, and we'll, even I'm then, sure we'll you, even more. then, you get a hint of it. You don't yeah. know for sure, but you get a hint. And like Reef Cargill, I mean, they can't have a dun 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 because he's a he's laying out the bounties. Mm-hmm. He's not he can't be a good guy, mm-hmm. you know. Was that the Bounty Hunters Guild that they walked, he walked into there? Is that what that was, or was that a bar? I don't know. It, it came off as just like a bar to me mm-hmm. where they're all hanging out. Mm-hmm. And the they, guild is just like, yeah. They did around. very little to let you know where things were happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I got used to seeing, you know, the Naboo would tell you where it was happening. And, oh, the, the movies, they let you know what planet you were mm-hmm. looking at. And yeah, like happening. Rogue One and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in here there was like, what planet? What's where's this happening? We and we don't have no idea. And we have what planet this is that? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm absolutely fine with that. I have no issue with that. I get your point, but I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know. We're we're world building right now, right? So you can only guess, kind of like, 
outer rim territories. Well, right. it's going to be. Just guessing. Yeah, I mean, you that got must to, be why. I yeah. think that to help you get that point across that this is outer rim, this is very uncharted, this is like, you know, what, what people call it, whatever they call it, we don't mm-hmm. care because the story is the main part, not where it's happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. It was, it was weird, though, yeah. to, to not have an idea of what planet it was happening. Because we were very used to knowing, like, mm-hmm. oh, the Battle of Hoth and then uh, the, the, all the other places mm-hmm. where stuff happened. You know what I mean? We know mm-hmm. we know where all that's at, but we have no idea what, what mm-hmm. planets these are happening on right now. So. Yeah, because they make it a point in, in the films to go Yavin or Alderaan or Coruscant or wherever, wherever they're going to go. Yeah. Um, but, the, I mean, then we, we move on from he gets a new bounty. So now we're we're looking okay uh, under the books bounty yeah for the <laughs> one like secret secret we can't we can't make it official so we really know going to be secret or going to be a bigger deal and we move on to he gets it and then we have that scene with what we talked about um, on the introduction of IG eleven <laughs> well what the, there's still the enclave the right. Mandalorian the enclave Mandalorian that yes. he goes to. That is what I want to go to next. Very specific things happen in there that are... That good. are really key and really big. And the Matt, introduction exactly. of a returning character, mm-hmm. question mark, who's not Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll clear that up right now. Boba Fett is not in here. It's not, not Boba Fett, people. Oh Read God. the terrible, it. terrible aftermath book and some dude just finds Boba Fett's armor and it's in a, like, pawn shop so if a mandalorian was wearing it in this it's not boba fett Mm -mm. so okay we're gonna go there what okay (laughs) it's not boba it's not boba fett okay hashtag i I, want to i want to hashtag that too right (laughs) hashtag it's not boba fett (laughs) um okay so hashtag people are stupid but but i will hashtag something who someone is if you want to jump you want to, to okay, armor. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go real quick. Uh, yes. Let me just, just ask a question. How cool was it, though, to see more Mandalores, more yeah. Mandalorian people? Very around. surprising and yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought. I can't add much to that other yeah. than what Derek like, yeah. oh. To finally see it in a live-action movie mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. nuts. Mm-hmm. But um, Filoni and what he had with uh, the Clone Wars and Rebels, mm-hmm. this is right up his alley. Mm-hmm. And Beautiful, yeah. Um, I, think, I think he brought some of those shows with him. Yeah. Okay, so go, go ahead. Row. No, I mean, no, I know. I mean, everything is in line. And we're getting, and, and, and as we're talking, all it is is reinforcing what our thought was, that we're getting what we thought we were going to get. Um, now, go ahead, Chad. We, we go through, and he goes into, and then you can go for it. Get, get, fire away, what you want to say. Um. I'm just going to put a prediction here before we get to the predictions at the end. But okay. the armor is going to be the former Mandalore, Bo-Katan. And, uh, I mean, it could be coincidental that mm-hmm. the armor is wearing a night owl bucket. That mm-hmm. was uh, Bo- to Bo-Katan's calling card. Yep. But uh, when you look up a description of how they explain the character of the armor, it's an older historian who's keeping the legacy of Mandalore alive. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, it could be just you know a different character who's a female, so she's got a night owl too. Um, but knowing Filoni and you know his characters, mm-hmm. there's that's a good setup for him to bring back yep. one of his favorites from the Clone Wars. And and I would go kind of a little bit bananas happy if that went that way, yeah. because then that would start really melding that all together. I mean, we know it's. N- 
that it might not be because, uh, as you pointed out, there's a different actress. But, I mean, it could just be a placeholder. It's the person wearing the armor, you mm-hmm. know. Um, Jeremy Bullock wore the armor for Boba Fett, but mm-hmm. they voiced him over with Tamara Morrison, mm-hmm. so that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, David Prowse wore Darth Vader until mm-hmm. they took off the helmet, and then it was somebody else. So who's to say that by the time we get to the episode where the armor takes the helmet off that it's not Katie Sackhoff mm-hmm. who's standing there, you know? Yeah, it could be anything. But, no, I enjoyed that entire and, – and the other part of it that made that really good is uh, the quick flashback. Joy, theory, your theory on the flashback. I, I still th- I don't know. I still think that's part of the Siege of Mandalore that we're going to see in Clone Wars mm-hmm. coming up. 2020. And that is exactly what I thought. Exactly. I'm like, oh, and I think I even said it's Age of Mandalore. Yeah, right, right when they show that, yeah. that, that last trailer, mm-hmm. I was like, mm. I'll tell you who the armor is not going to be for all of those people who are going to say it. It's not Boba Sabine. Fett. It's not Boba Fett. It's, it's not, not Sabine. It's not, no, I know. Yeah. I, I want to see Sabine, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Me too. Before, there's no way. Own mission, but yeah. There's no way Sabine's going to be wearing a dull, plain, not super <laughs> color. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Graphic no. design. <laughs> no. I was like, all these people are like, oh, it could be. I'm like, there's no, no. chance. Did you know Sabine? Yeah, I know. Do you know anything about that character? Not, Sabine doesn't downplay anything. Yeah. Everything is like bright. bright Have you seen a bright yellow Maybe. razor crest yeah, at the like, end of the season? And Sabine just, she wouldn't be the historian of Mandalore. She no. just didn't care that much. No. No, she passed off any anything mm-hmm. off. She didn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. And she passed it off to Bo-Katan, and she was like, you're the one to do it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then and then there it makes more yeah. sense. And, and then, yeah. Well, can I ask a question? Because yeah. I don't know that much about it. I'd like to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, but is, is there a chance that Bo-Katan, maybe there's an a, a offspring that this... Uh, Timing-wise, I don't think would work out no. for that. Okay. I don't think. If she did, they would be young. Yeah. They would, be, they would okay. probably be like, I mean, maybe in their 30s. Because mm-hmm. you'd think they'd be, they would be born around the same time as Luke and Leia, so add whatever mm-hmm. time after return. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be that's, like the That's old elder. enough. That's old enough, especially with the lineage. Yeah. Uh, it could right. be. It's possible. Yep. Or Sabine. Can I go back to Sabine? No, you're saying Sabine. there's no it's way not it's Sabine. Not Sabine. And I'd only say it because I like that character. But <laughs> no, when, I love Sabine. When, yeah. yeah. When people grow up and they go through something like a purge uh, or see that kind of thing, they might change what they do yeah. and take up a mantle that they didn't think they were going to take. I mean, that's the only excuse I can well, see for them turning it well, into Sabine. She Sabine already that had side. that. No, but Sabine already went through that in Rebels yeah. without going too far off. She went through that. She could have taken that mantle, and she said no. Yeah, she chose Ezra and right. that stuff over. Now, I'm not saying we won't get a story where she had to come back or whatever, but but that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that would just be a far tangent from. What yeah, she that would was. be a hard. Like, hey, we're going to change this character completely just yeah. to fill this one task. So I, I, yeah, it could be anything right now because where we're at, one episode in. We watched 40 minutes of the show, and we can probably talk about it for about yeah. two weeks. Um, yeah, in addition to the flashbacks, some of the other yeah. lore they brought back in was um, uh, the Mandalorian clans being mainly orphans and outcasts yep. who they brought in. and Foundlings, yeah. You, you were foundlings. Mm-hmm. You proved yourself. Mm-hmm. You worked up the ranks through mm-hmm. combat, yep. through glory, through yep. pride, and, and whatnot. And that was a big thing about uh, Mandalorians in, yep. the, in the books, in the, in the legacy era. And they... Uh, they quickly plunked that one right back into being um, in canon and in the story. Mm-hmm. So what's with the signet? 
Do you know uh, what that's about? Every clan has their own sigil. So on Boba Fett, it was the little uh, kind of like wheat-looking leaf that was on his chest armor. Um, that would be the Fett clan sigil, and all of the clans have their own sigil. Mm-hmm. The Ren clan has their own sigil. Yeah, the thing Vizla, is, I don't, I don't know what – I didn't know what it was. The Vizsla clan has their own sigil. They yeah. all have their own. Yeah. But she asked him if his – what? And she if said it presented signet, it, she said, no, 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 say sigil, no. She said signet. Yeah. Has your signet revealed itself? Yeah. Was, yeah. Was the and I said not, no. no. And then no. she said not yet. Yeah, has your signet been revealed? That's what she. That's what she asked him. Yeah. So I think that's what they're referring to. Is has your? How is that revealed though? I mean, like what? What? I think it's something he's just got to find. Like they're not going to. Because if if that flashback is what we saw and is the siege of Mandalore, and they mm-hmm. don't know who this dude is, they just know he's an orphan. You know, mm-hmm. that's something he's got to find out on his own. So it's something that he might suddenly realize what it is. He might remember where his clan, what his clan come across was. in his that's journeys cool. would be my guess. Because when I'm they show him the flashbacks, he's a little kid and probably yeah. has no, like, it's not right. something I think that's just going to pop. Oh, hey, I remember looking at this decorative plate in the china cabinet we had on Mandalore, and this is what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, who doesn't want that big, shiny metal Mandalorian symbol in the front of the oh. house? I want it. <laughs> I know. I want, I want it on the hood of my car. Yeah. yeah. I want it in my tattoo station. I want it on in, top of my uh, Christmas tree. At this my headboard. <laughs> I want it everywhere. <laughs> that thing was awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love- Everybody might say that Galaxy's Edge. Now, <laughs> it may show up. <laughs> Who knows, man? It may show up. I know we have to look when we go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, going okay. Then are, are we good to move from there? <laughs> I, just I feel, think so. I, I mean, I feel that that whole that whole what is it? Five minutes? It wasn't even five minutes, right? Yeah. I mean, there was it's so that. much happening right there. Oh, I mean, yeah. the, the foundry and yeah. just mm-hmm. making the armor. She just yeah. calls out what he's what she's going to make for him. Like yeah. He gets zero say. He's completely. Yeah, I don't want to say subservient. He's worthy of a answer to her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's very generous, and then it'll whatever's left. It'll help foundlings. Yeah. I was one at one point. It's it good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, lots of stuff. And 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 I don't know. I kind of want to go like uh, other than the end scene. This is probably my favorite. That whole thing when he comes in. This whole scene is my favorite. Other than the end. Um. So, well, I'll ask you guys when we come to the end of it what your favorite parts were. But um, uh, And then we come out of that, right? So he comes out, and he's off and running to whatever planet it is. Yeah. Planet Again, we don't know. It's uh, a, <laughs> some planet. She's a heavily guarded compound of some sort. There were a lot of guys there. <laughs> yeah. A lot. What a great use of a whipcord, too. Yeah. Man. That was just <laughs> great. Um. But before so before that, yeah, but before that, we have the little kind of bucking bronco. How, how, no, how do, how do you want to that? The I have spoken. That have montage spoken. of getting the Mandalorian to ride the Blarg mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. the only complaint I had with the episode for uh, production cinematography thing. So they have him like walking up, like trying to calm the beast, and at some point they did an uh, an image flipper. They mirrored the image because. They had recorded it of him walking right to left, and they flipped it so it looks like him going left to right. But what it also does is it puts his holster on his left hip and not his right hip. And then they they cut, break, go back to another look. Suddenly it's back on his right, not on his left. And I did not catch didn't it. catch it. I, I was watching that, and I was like, Filoni, man. And I was like, Favreau, come on. Like, I get it's expensive to reshoot this stuff, but you should have known. <laughs> no, and now I'm going to watch it. They hire people to watch, look at it. I know, and stuff. they right. miss it every time, man. Yep. It's always something. They do. They actually have, and usually, 
And to put it there, because right, I, I, right I behind I the director, it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, am I wrong? Like, what? What is up with this? Back it up. Stop. No, I'm right. Well, I, okay. So same guy that missed the Starbucks cup on Game of no, Thrones. Right? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> anyway, we know it. Different show. Sorry, sorry. Not just that. At the premiere tonight, one of my friends showed me a photo. They have a, a, a standee of the Mandalorian in his armor, and one of his knees is upside down because it's like three pronged. Like, here's the knee, here's the sides, and it's supposed to go like that, and you can clearly see it's going. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Well, okay, I'm going to go with that. This scene right here is my least favorite <laughs> in the episode. Um, I mean, I kind of get the point of why they did it, but I'm kind of like, eh. Bucking Bronco? Yeah, the Bucking Bronco. Like, you know, learn patience here, blah, blah, blah. Talk about space western. That's yeah, more, yeah. more western than the Bucking yeah. Bronco. It's kind of a silly montage, but it leads more to the the whole aura of Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? And also about the Mandalorian character himself, because he's like, you know, I helped them, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to help you because I think you can do it. And I've never met a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, uh, if your ancestors could write mythosaurs, you can get on this fat, screaming face. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, yeah, Nick Nolte's character. Let's Let's not... Glaze over the fact that there were predictions of Dengar. There's no Dengar. Yeah, no, we were we were wrong. Nick Nolte uh, is his I character. I don't know if I'm happy wrong. that we're wrong. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I, character's fine, but the I, character's I, name is. I was spoken. What was the character's name, Joe? Uh, cool, 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 cool. So well, if you can't pronounce it, let us know how to pronounce K-U-I-L-L, it. K u i l l. Is that what it was? Uh, K-U-I-L, yeah. Cool. Yeah, if anybody has a better line on how to I'm, pronounce I'm just going to keep calling him Nick Nolte. Yeah, I'm going to go with Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that guy was a good guy. I think um, he was a bad guy. And, and, and I think that, I think that is a fair him, prediction. Well, yeah, so... <laughs> There's going, nothing that says we're ever going to see okay, that character so going right on, again. Okay, so going on to characters that we're never going to see again, we can go on the very next scene. <laughs> <laughs> So we go to now, you know, he, he finally figures out where he's got to go, gets there. After he yeah. rides the Blarg. Which All the way over there. I don't understand why he just didn't fly the ship over, and honestly. How much did that compound with the well in the middle not remind you of, like, an old mission in a Western? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. All, all, all we would have needed was them like uh, robbing a kid walking by, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, and like pushing the big on church bell tower. Yeah. Like that's what we're IG88 comes tower. walking the lone person down center street in the town. Yeah. Ding, yeah. ding, yeah. ding! All the bad guys start. Then all the kids out. start running, and the people yeah. start closing the shops. Yeah, and the one ducks <laughs> his head <laughs> in the well <laughs> and shakes his head. <laughs> 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 in the wind. Yep. Um, but we get okay. We get that there. Almost and happened. All the doors did shut. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So we get there, and then this is the big action scene for the episode. And um, you know, you get IG Eleven coming down, and he, oh, I don't like droids, and blah 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 blah. And off what a go. well done droid, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah finally seeing an IG crap. unit in action, wow. and we got holy crap! Yeah, the full action. I mean. Full gun caught us. Yeah. <laughs> For real. And, when you, and again, when you're stopping to take notes and you're looking at every screen, every shot, every amazingly well done drag. I don't think we've seen the last of this guy. Okay. I think they did too much on him. <sighs> I know how it ended. Yeah. I watched it three times. Yeah. 
not just his arm movement that was cool, his but hips, what, when he when he mm-hmm. steps over the dead and it just like his whole lower torso turns, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> his eyes spin around yeah. in his head. Yeah. Just that could they not? Why couldn't they train the stormtroopers to shoot that? No. <laughs> I mean, he was right. dead eye every oh, no. single shot in every single direction. Dead and gone. He ain't coming back. So that so we go into the action scene, which is freaking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it was great everywhere around it. I mean, and all the way up until the end shot with you know him looking at the death that they have dealt, and I'm like, that is a body count. <laughs> great. And then yeah, and then. Um, we we move on to the the payoff the end the here. Asset. Yeah, so we get in there. Are and we going to talk about the self destruct? <laughs> well, okay, we can. <laughs> can we talk about the self destruct? Okay, go just for, for it. a second. Yeah, the self destruct. I'm going to self destruct. Don't self destruct. I'm going to self destruct. Don't self destruct. <laughs> Every minor inconvenience. I'm going to self destruct. Don't self destruct. <laughs> can we do this? Agreed. <laughs> can we do this? Acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, well I, I I think Joe. I think at work we're going to start. Our work. yeah. Our, Hey, go upstairs to the roof. No, self-destruct. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to self-destruct. I'm <laughs> like, don't self-destruct. I feel that coming on. That I feel Joe and me having that discussion quite a often. A little red ball of death. That no, don't self-destruct. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to sit down. You're going to have that. It's going to come out of your chest. And you're like, that is a... Yeah. I want a T-shirt that has that on it. Yeah, that would be acceptable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Red ball of death. I'm going to self-destruct. <laughs> and then underneath it, I have spoken. Yep. I went to Disneyland and all I did was self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait fifty-five minutes for this ride. Self-destruct. Yeah, I'm going to self-destruct. But that, anyway, was, yeah. that was awesome. That was super fun to watch. Yep. So, um, lots of dead people. A lot of dead people. Then <laughs> we get to the end because all these things you're bringing up were going to be in the wrap-up. But hey, we're we're there. We're, we're getting there. That's fine. Um, so we come to the end. Okay. And here we are, and um, we see what the bounty is. And we have what everyone is asking. I already got a message going, is that Yoda? No. Did you watch the Star Wars? Yeah, right? <laughs> Do you know what Star Wars is? <laughs> I didn't know the Mandalore was friends with Yoda. Again, again, you know, we have to remember that not everybody is savvy in yeah, the lore. I, but got, I got three messages saying, Couldn't it be a clone of Yoda if it was 50 years old in this timeline? That's only like Stop 15 it. years after Return of the Jedi where Yoda died? No, Stop it. Like, no. <laughs> it's not. So, um, you know, with that, it becomes a disagreement between the Mandalorian and the IG unit. Where the IG unit wants to kill it, and he's saying no. Oh, the bounty right. was to terminate the target. Well, yeah. for the, I, the IG unit, was, for the Mandalorian, it was bring it in alive. alive. If you can't, you can kill it for reduced yeah. rate. Yeah. IG bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Yeah, there you go. But the IG I was unit, one of you guys would go there. The IG unit, you noticed, did not have that programming. It was only terminate. So right. Who got that? Who put that bounty to the guild? That's a good question to have. Somebody else. Because the Empire, we're not going to tell you who it is. They wouldn't have given that information to an IG unit. Mm -mm. So that leads you to another question of who hired the IG unit. Exactly. Because he said, I thought I was the only one. Even though they're both part of the guild, doesn't matter. Um, So there we go. There we go. Um, He could have been a backup. Could have been. Could have been. Mandalorian fan. That was pretty intense because, I mean, as the scene goes, you see Mm -hmm. IG uh, 11. You know, raises mm-hmm. his gun, then zooms in on Mandalorian's helmet, mm-hmm. and you hear the you hear, blast, you hear and you see the flash. You're like, oh, shit. Sorry. He killed the baby Yoda. Then you just see him plop down, yeah. and it's like, 
<laughs> Two holes in the cranium. Yeah. yeah I mean, of IG-88. <laughs> yep. And it was and a Mandalorian. IG-11. Yep. Oh, sorry, yeah, IG-11. Yep. So, and then there we go. And then we have that. So, then I'm going to go around the table again. Your <laughs> thought when you saw that. I was like, holy, I rewound it. I was like, holy crap, that was yeah. insane. I mean, it was intense. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Super cinematic. Then just the last thing, I'm just going to go back to the last shot where he's just looking down and sticks his finger out like, boo, 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 boo. And you see little Yoda re- reach for laughing you know? at that. You just see the little hand He's got like this little gloved fingers like, just like, I, what, I, I, what I, had, e- I had an ET thing going, I mean, was he, home, home. I was waiting for him to be like, boop, boop. I thought the ending was like the meme. I, I, I posted a meme like minutes after watching The Mandalorian. It was... Uh, I forget Andy from uh, Parks and Rec. That mm-hmm. oh, face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I did after the the show. Mm-hmm. That was an amazing close to an amazing first episode. I, maybe it's just me, but the two fingers. Good. That was the more Michelangelo God and uh, man. <laughs> There's that one. I did ET. I went ET. Yeah. I went sci-fi with ET. I went artwork. Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to. And, and and then there we go. And then there is the episode in a nutshell. Um, so. Then we're gonna go now. Let let's go into the with a lot of details that we didn't go into because there are a, a lot. Because again, we could be here for a week. How long we've we been talking already? About an, an hour. hour. About an hour. Mm-hmm. So go ahead into your going. You have notes in your head. You have notes in your phone. Who wants to go first? I I think we covered all my notes. Did oh, no, there was one thing. There was actually there was two things. Right. Um, I and it was just for fun. Uh, first off, the. Uh, when uh, the Mandalorian was going to um, get the bounty, mm-hmm. the uh, the door guy eyeball that comes out, you know, mm-hmm. just like out of Jabba the Hutt's door. Mm-hmm. I was laughing because I was thinking, is that Jabba the Hutt's door guy that's out of a job because Jabba the Hutt's <laughs> dead now? You know? And again, back to the... <laughs> and, then, and then walking after all that, you see what what was Jabba the Hutt's little pet that was the little pecking out. Oh, Slacious yeah. Chrome. Yeah. Him, him. Roasting and Roasting have another one watching him in the cage. Yeah. yeah. And the, it, yeah. And so I'm like, wow, Jabba the Heads people really went downhill. That got a huge laugh at celebration when they showed that. Yeah. And everybody and was like, oh, hilarious. crap, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. For some people, things are pets, and for some people, those things are food. Mm-hmm. Much like this planet. We're not going to go into that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, anything in your head, any in your mental notes? Uh, no, we covered pretty much everything that yeah. I had. I'm just uh, excited for the next one on Friday. Okay, and then Joey, anything? No, I pretty much, uh, my mental notes brought up what I was going to bring up. Um, I just want to say I am glad that this is not the Netflix binge style. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we get to marinate in multiple watch mm-hmm. each episode before mm-hmm. the next one because, like, like there you're saying, just the detail the on the um, you know, the high def detail on everything that, and everything's like huge scale. It's mm-hmm. just like, if we had a binge to watch the show, we'd be done, but then we would miss certain things mm-hmm. as the episode And, and we would be rewatching again. And yeah. Again. I mean, we do it anyways, but it just, I don't know the, the buildup for the show coming out to finally watching it, breaking it down and Holy crap, we got one more, another one already in like mm-hmm. two days. And it's just super excited. Um, before I get to yours, or I, I'll let you do yours, but we had a couple comments on Instagram, but you want to... Well, okay, um, I I actually don't have any in my head. I think we covered, we've done a pretty good job of covering a lot of it. Um, before we go there, um, what I want to do is ask 
and I'll start with, because I already gave mine, your best scene and your the scene you liked the worst and the scene you liked the least. Unless you covered that already, which you kind of kind of did. Hmm. Or thing. I, Maybe not scene, but thing. Um, I, the, the fight scene at the end was, was pretty awesome. Um, I think we, anybody who watches it's going to... You know, just see the, the the fun banter that was happening in it, the action that was happening in it, just the special effects. I, everything that happened in it was just done amazingly well. Um, and, yeah, I think I already covered my least favorite thing out of the whole thing was just mm-hmm. the music. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of lacking to me. Not that the soundtrack is bad, but it did not feel – that's the only thing that didn't feel Star Wars. Right. Everything else on it was just amazingly well done. Um, you can tell that they – they went out of their way to make a look like there's history in everything that's happened, that has played out from the stormtroopers, you know, the, the weathered stormtrooper thing, um, the Mandalorian enclave, the, the way they conduct themselves there, just just all of it was just amazingly well done. So very impressed with all, with all that stuff. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing a, lots of all these questions that we have answered. Yeah. You know, even if it's not this season, like I, I have been from a very young age trained to wait for answers and not cry mm-hmm. that I don't get the answers right immediately. Away. Yep. I, I, you and me both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to enjoy seeing how these things play out, seeing what the answers are, seeing, you know, what, what happens with it all. I'm very, I can't wait. I, and I can wait. Yeah. I can, I can. <laughs> you can't. So, yeah. Mm. What was the question again? <laughs> your favorite thing and your least favorite thing. Um, my least favorite thing is that the episodes are only 39 minutes long. For mm-hmm. being a eight-episodic streaming-only release that they had all that time to film, I would have expected an hour-long episode. Mm-hmm. I, and maybe that's what we'll get come Friday, and maybe... This one as the uh, pilot, which would be contradictory because normally the pilots are usually the ones that run mm-hmm. a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I was a little bummed when I saw the runtime was only 30 to mm-hmm. 39 minutes. Um, and then my favorite thing is uh, how he's piecing out his armor piece mm-hmm. by piece. And you can see like his helmet's Beskar. There's little bits and he gets the pauldron and the rest of it's just, you know, regular crap. You see the guy come up and scratch his chest pieces like, is that real? And he scratches it like, okay, mm-hmm. obviously not. We're going to work on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and suppose, supposedly that's supposed to be a theme of part of the show as you watch him build his armor as the show goes on, which I think is going to be cool to see. Very cool. I agree. Very good. Plan. Level yeah. up. Yeah. Joe? Um, I, I, I'll let go the same. Not really disappointment, but when I saw the runtime, I was like, ah, come on, 39 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it was paced well, so mm-hmm. it didn't bug me right away. Um, I, I didn't really have any – I don't want to say I don't have – I don't have anything really negative to say about this episode. Um, and the best, it's, it's so hard to pick a best scene because the opening scene drew you in instantly, or mm-hmm. drew me in instantly. So it's like hard to pass up on that. Then uh, I would say, okay, maybe the, the first bounty, might he might have been a little too comedic for the tone, but it was still funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still dug it, but, you know, when you get that deep Western gritty mm-hmm. tone and this guy's kind of cracking jokes and, which, you know, I, I like comedy and stuff, but I don't know. If, if I had to pick one little negative, it was that. But I still dug everything about this episode yep. and have high hopes for the rest of the season. Yep, I agree. And then mine, mine where I already said I'm ready, would, would be the Enclave, um, my favorite. And then my least favorite would have been the bunker, what I'm going to call the Bucking Bronco scene. Not bad, but I was like, eh, whatever. 
<laughs> but anyway, so that is mine. So go ahead and we'll we'll go ahead and hit our. We got a couple of comments. Yeah. So if you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, actually we are on Instagram at the Mando Show podcast, I believe. Then on Twitter on Mando Show Pod. And so I just put out a question here. Like uh, we're still buzzing about the chapter one. We're really looking forward to diving into this episode, which we just did. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, leave us your comments, and we'll read them on the show. And it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. I've been, I've, actually, I've, I've been putting that on the last couple uh, things I've posted on here. So uh, we got a comment from Fernando Strikes Back. He wrote, uh, if you had to describe the first episode in one word, what would it be? Oh, I guess he asked us that, so mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll give that in a second. Uh yeah. Uh, out of out of all the worlds that can be used to describe the show, did anyone think? Uh, oh, sorry. Out of all the words that can be used to describe the show, did anyone think "adorable" would be it? <laughs> a freaking adorable. I guess he's talking about Baby Yoda. The baby Yoda. Yep. Um, we don't know. We've never been told the species, have we? It's, I try to it's, look. It's. I might have a book actually back there. Mm. In, in so the room we'll just call him Baby Yoda for now. But uh, great first episode. It didn't take. It didn't get too caught up in trying to explain everything about everything. Yep. Uh, it hinted at detail and explaining down the line, which is fine, but not for the first episode. Give me shooting, more shooting, followed by shooting. <laughs> Nick, Nolte, <laughs> Nick Nolte looks great. It's <laughs> the best he's looked in years. Probably the best since The Warrior. <laughs> Funny, smart, exciting, and badass introduction to the star western world of The Mandalorian. So, great comment, Fernando. Strikes yeah, back. Thank you, Fernando. And uh, we also got one from Boba Fett at uh, 257. Oh, Were you in the dead. show? He was not Did in, you the show? in the show. Yeah. He wasn't in the show. <laughs> he was in the background. I know but he was. <laughs> being digested in the Zarlacc. Yeah, for about. At that, at that time. He's got a, so, like another thousand years to go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he writes down, just kept me on my toes the whole time, just eager uh, to know his name. Uh, is he related to Boba? No. Either no. way, I'm just excited what's going on or what's going to happen next. Great way to start the series. Will he get a jetpack down the well. line? Those are just some of the questions that linger since before the beginning of the series. LOL, I have spoken. There you go. So I have spoken. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot better. So uh, Thank you guys for the comments. Like I said, you can interact with us on Instagram and Twitter, and I will read all comments and opinions, whatever you felt on the show. As we record, I was practicing that all day. By the way, I, well, it, it sounds like it. I have spoken. <laughs> okay, so we we uh, failed in our predictions uh, last episode. <laughs> yes, fine. No Dengar. No Dengar. I'm going to boycott Star Wars because it didn't happen like I was expecting it. To. Okay, you should have been Dengar. I know better <laughs> than the people who run this stuff. <laughs> whiny fan. I know more than Filoni and Favreau. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> any predictions? It's going to keep being awesome. Fair. Easy. Simple. Sorry. No. I I like waiting for the answers. I don't Mm -hmm. don't try and second guess the people who are running this stuff. So I'm I'm a bad person for predicting. Sorry. (laughs) Chad, any? Uh, IG-11 doesn't come back. Okay. And... (laughs) Thanks. He he turns over Yoda to the Empire. (laughs) Okay. There is no empire. Well, to whoever Werner Herzog is. Because, again, on the not explaining thing train, we have no idea who that guy is. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and he's got, like, a little creepy doctor yeah. uh, mm-hmm. assistant. 
But, you know, the whole premise of him giving him Beskar and saying there's more and, you know, him getting Beskar to build his armor, mm-hmm. kind of got to stay on that guy's good side. So mm-hmm. he probably turns Yoda over just alive. Mm-hmm. He might shoot him when he turns it over after he gets the Beskar. Maybe. We don't know. All of them. He'll take those four to one odds. But I think people are seeing this like, oh, my God, he knows Yoda. Like, mm-hmm. he's this this show is going to be three men and a baby about them protecting Yoda for the rebellion. And, nope, he just didn't want half the bounty. He wanted that thing to turn in alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Mm-hmm. I think he's against personally executing babies. I mean, Maybe. with his flashback, there might be I that. See that. It <laughs> might be that. Might be a little personal thing. He might let somebody else do it, but yeah. he's not going to do it himself. <laughs> At least not in front of him. Yeah. Not in his in front of his face. That's it. sorry. Anyways, <laughs> Joe, do you have any? Uh, my prediction is IG Eleven will come back, but in director form. <laughs> um, so that's, that's pretty safe to say. Um, that's not a prediction. That's fact. That is fact. That is fact. Um, you're cheating. You're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> uh, I uh, the plot thickens. Um, I mean, we got eight episodes. Yep. Uh, of course, we're going to get some more recognizable nostalgia, but probably not in our face. So, um, I just think it keeps keeps uh, pulling us in. Predict to, me this question: Do we get Giancarlo Esposito next episode? Ooh, I. Hope so, because I'm a big fan. But if we don't, <laughs> episode four. You know what? I, I don't think so yet. Is he no. credited episode starting episode four? No. Oh, just, that's just I your just, prediction. I think okay. halfway through the season. Yeah, I, 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 I want to say they, they might need to ramp it up. Right yeah, there. I, I want to say that like maybe the season uh, will be kind of uh, first four episodes might be one story arc, kind of similar to like the, how an, the animated shows possibly go. Then the then the last four will be another story arc, still that has you know the overarching one. Yeah. How about this? Werner Herzog is one of the Imperial Remnant Lords vying for power. Once this baby Yoda, because he thinks it's going to help him wrest control from other Imperial Lords, Giancarlo Esposito hears about that, says, No, nah, dog, I'm going to bring my death troopers and come steal that little baby. Ooh. There you go. Ooh. Yeah, because I, I think a big background of this uh, series will be the Imperial forces. Trying to regain power. Because when we talk about them accepting legacy and bringing it back in as canon, Mm -hmm. that Imperial Remnant infighting is Star Wars legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, prior to the Snoke bringing the uh, First Order, it was just a bunch of infighting and fractioning. And that would be very likely that Mm -hmm. the Empire's fighting the Empire in the Mandalorian. Well, and that statement that he made when the Mandalorian was walking out, when he said uh, things going back to their natural order, Mm -hmm. I don't think he was talking about handing the Beskar steel over to them. I think he was talking about the Imperials coming back Mm -hmm. into power. Yeah, and the fact that he was sporting the colors of the Imperial. Mm -hmm. Well, the big giant. The big old guy going going favorite face. But yeah. Yeah, that Yeah, that boy. World War II German yeah. Iron Cross hanging around <laughs> his neck, basically. Right. <sighs> can, yeah. can we can we dispute predictions and say IG88 is coming back? They repair droids all he the did. time, dude. He, he already did. He already did, but he's I, cheating. I, I, I have to jump back. <laughs> My no, predict- not, not as director. I mean the character IG88. <laughs> they repair IG-11. droids all the time. IG-11. IG-11. My prediction is based on all of the promo footage they showed of him. It's from this episode. Mm-hmm. Every other character has footage that you could... You know, parse out, but IG88, the only time they show him is from he that le- one scene. <laughs> going, or IG11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next episode, we'll put a little shock yeah. finger thing on you. I know, right? So it's going to be IG12. And if IG12 shows up, the next episode is not the same. IG13, IG14. IG12, voiced by John Favreau. 
And then I'm just going to go with the Easewing Caradin shows up next episode. Now, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what her role is going to be in everything and if it's going to be super deep. I hope, I hope they develop that character because I'm super interested in, in her. We'll find out. Yes. What if Mandalorian picks up IG-11 and repairs him and makes him his personal droid? I know he you know, I like kind of thought that was going to be the dynamic between the two, that he, you know, maybe they'd be button heads at first, but then, you know, you see them kicking down the door and walking in together, but, you know, three minutes in, and he's like, no droids, I ain't down with that, <laughs> so... I mean, he said he was acceptable, and then he shot him in the head. So. Yeah, right. But he saw also saw how how uh, useful he was too in the, in that big ass, that big old fight. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm going. I have to lean with Chad though. He does not have a feeling or a love for droids. And if he's a true Mandalorian, he doesn't need a robot sidekick nope. to help him. Nope. <laughs> but there we go. Fine. All righty, folks. Then that we're going to wrap it up with that. We the, have gone through chapter one. Chapter two is coming pretty quick. In fact, in two days from recording, which we and if will, they do anything like they did for episode one, it'll release probably around eleven p.m. midnight tomorrow. Yeah, because episode one was supposed to be like three a.m. Eastern time, and nope, it was Monday night at like ten o'clock. People in a yeah, the Monday night game. Yeah, I, got, I watched it when I got home. <laughs> yep. So expect it a little early. Yep, but we will be watching it on Friday and recording on Saturday. Saturday. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Anyway, um, here we go. You guys connect with us on the Mando Show, like Joe already ran through there. Um, let us know what you think, um, and we will be with you shortly. In about three to four days, probably. <laughs> Very soon. Thanks again for listening and interact, and we will talk to you soon. See you. Bye.